Blog Talk Radio. Telling you, man, we're excited tonight. We are excited about all that God is doing. We're excited about all that is happening. We are we're excited. Listen, turn from the lines in this compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The Lions then will bring you the energy and encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life through the sourcehood of our connection with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So that, go ahead and roar. That's it. Roar for your victory, man. Roar for your power. Roar for your prosperity. You got to roar and go take some things. Roar for your deliverance. Roar for your Come on, let's get some lions out. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we're so excited tonight. Uh-huh. That line ain't finished. He's just going to keep on going. Okay, line. He's just hungry tonight. He got to keep me hungry. We've been feeding him all season. Listen, turn from the lines in. I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. And this is the season finale. I said part one, but it might be the only one. But this is the season finale. And we talk about some people who shine. See, I'm telling you, we had a, a great season. And guess what? This season, this season was so special because I had my co-host. Let me tell you about it. I read it. I told you throughout the season, this is my last time reading it. A community leader, a businessman who is one of a kind, and I do mean one of a kind, when it comes to cultivating talent and helping people to advance to the next level. He encouraged them to find and develop a relationship with God and a pathway to reach their goals. His tenure in the Tampa Bay community includes working with Tampa General Hospital, Metro Policy Ministries, and several network marketing companies. He has worked to improve the lives of others as well as his own through multiple business ventures that support team building, professional development, and community involvement. Through these companies, he has impacted the lives of so many people, including myself, the founder and CEO 
of Reed's Movement and Holding and PTR Incorporated LLC. He's my six-figure big brother, <laughs> Mr. CEO, Professor Philip Reed. Wait, 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 I forgot. <laughs> Jolly, and you ain't jolly, okay, okay. But you still got full life 
ahead of yourself after the holiday. My friend, you got to come out. Don't you go and come out of that sunken place. All right, we're mm. going to talk a little bit about how as we go on. Big brother, go ahead and say something to the people, man. Man, oh, man, uh, uh, that, that place, uh, whew, God bless you. Uh, and, and that's the message. We, 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 we go, but we don't have to go in no more. We don't have to fall through. The Bible talks about how the blind can lead the blind. Don't do it. You, you see it. Right. We, we have a loving, we serve a loving God who will warn us. Come on now. You know, Bible says it was the Holy Spirit that led Jesus into temptation. So he was well aware of what was going on. He wasn't blindsided. He was led. Uh-oh. I'm going to let that sit right there for a minute. Jesus was led into temptation by the Holy Spirit. So, so God will lead you and guide you into some situations just so he can show strong on your behalf. So you don't have to be all caught up in it. You can be the one to come be the hero of the situation, and God can get glory out of it because you'll be able to give it to him. Come on, did you hear that? Good gracious, man. God, you, they gonna, you a hero. My big brother, he always said, what's up, champion? I love it, man. It, it just does something to me, make me stick my chest out. When I hear that, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. Man, what's your story? Uh, it, I, I can't get there yet. I can't go there yet. I'm, I'm going to go there later. I'm going to go there later because we're we on to some stuff. Listen, uh, my, uh, well, our, our, CEO, our CEO, CEO of Win Network Radio, I had him on season one. Let me let you hear a few of his words. You know, he couldn't get a, a word in edgewise. We had so many brothers on there. That's when I used to try to stack the deck, three, four, five, six people up in the line then, you know. We was all bunched up together trying to talk over each other. Let's hear what B.J. had to say. Uh, brother, brother B.J., what would you say to the definition of a man? Um, yeah, I, 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 pick, I, I want to piggyback with what uh, Nash was saying because, you know, a lot of what he's saying is our, our qualities that, I uh, consider, you know, uh, a person uh, who has uh, come into manhood. But uh, when your question was good because what you touched on was how society, you know, and people, Mm -hmm. depending on who you speak to, you could get all types of definitions and ideals, you know what I mean? So, you know, um, know, for me, so so it's going to depend on who you ask. So for me, you know, um, it's about, you know, uh, when a boy – uh, puts away his childish things or matures, you know, okay. past the point of boyhood and comes into what is called manhood. Uh, you know, and so that's kind of what I what I what I envision as as being a man. And that manhood, you know, as far as the the characteristics of a of a uh, a grown uh, mature man, you know, uh, you know, can range from being a, a good leader. You know, doing being uh, doing things um, selfless, selflessly. You know, uh, yes. sacrificing. You know, the things mm-hmm. that you want to do for the sake of your family, for the betterment of your family. You know, uh, you know, just being mature as a man. You know, uh, and that's kind of um, and that, like I said, that could cover a whole lot of things, and, and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. have to do with how much you making or how you swinging right. that thing or whatever, you Come know on, what I'm man. saying? It's just about being, no longer being a boy. <laughs> that was the CEO. He said, ain't about how you swing that thing, man. <laughs> I said, go ahead, man, drop that knowledge. That was our show. We was talking about definition of a man. And I had BJ along with Nash and some other brothers on there, and they was talking about manhood. And the Bible always tells us when I was a child, Talk like a child, act like a child, did what children do. 
But when I became a man, I had to put away childish things. And uh, and that's where we are in this season. We got to put away some childish things. I ain't talking about toys and child. I'm talking about childlike man mindsets when we when we doing things that we know don't work. You know that don't work. You've been down that road before, and you're going back down that road? My friend, that's a part of childish things. Mm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's, a, that's all I'm saying. That, that, I don't want you to stay in the sunken place. I don't even want you to go near the sunken place. My friend, you've been there. You know the signs. You know when the sunken place is coming. Because when things begin to happen, you start looking around, uh-oh. Headed to the sunken place. And then you start singing, Swing low, sweet chariot. Coming. No, man, no. That ain't the time to swing low and sweet chariot. That's time to get on the good foot. <laughs> you you got to get going, my friend. You got to. <laughs> I know I went from spiritual way anyway, anyway. You know what I did. You know what I'm saying, my friend. You got to get up and get moving. You can't let yourself go down because things around you are going down. Mm. You know. Mm. Say that again. That's it, man. You, you, mm. Rise up. That <laughs> ain't the my day. <laughs> my friend, I'm telling you. It's time it's time for you to move. It's time to move. Listen, uh that was my CEO. See that was the COO of the company. Here's the C E here's the CEO, Annie Bell. You know, always hear her talking about um you know, advertise win network when we do the uh, commercial. Here's a little snippet when she was talking. Hold on, check this out. You know, there are a lot of single uh, uh mothers out here with Wrong clip, fellas. Okay. Be the individual that you are. Three factors that um, motivate me and uh, is, one, my desire to hear enter in my good and faithful servant, um, helping people to live a life operating in their purpose and in abundance to fulfill God's destiny for them. My core um, demographics is uh, those who have been abused, um, or considered the underdog. That's who I believe I'm, you know, called to and just driven um, by when I hear someone's story uh, of, of um, you know, trials to uh, being triumphant. And third, um, I myself believe in the word where Jesus said he came to give us life and that more abundantly. And so that's a factor for me as well because um, he, he not only died for you and, and everyone else listening, but he, you know what, he died for me, he came for me, and to give me an abundant life. And so um, good friends, good uh, fellowship, good food, got to have good food, and um, family, and I love to travel. So, um, you know, that's uh, kind of the order that I, I live my life. There's, of, of course, other things that compel me, um, other things that drive me, mm-hmm. but uh, they all fit into these three categories. Um, uh, but, again, number one is to make sure that I am being the good servant that I'm supposed to be while I'm here on earth for, for God's people. Amen. And uh, this, this is so powerful. Yeah, that's, that's her heart. That's her heart. She loves yeah, to serve yeah, people. Yeah. So we we thank we thank God for her and her service and her just doing what she's doing, even pressing through uh, her medical condition. You know, she don't let that stop her. It, 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 she has to slow down, but she still keeps going. She still keeps giving. And one thing I said: don't give up, don't give in, don't give out, but give and give and give out of that which God has given to you. There's a reservoir of strength. 
on the inside of you. It's a backup generator of power on the inside of you that kicks in when you feel like you're at your weakest. Man, I, I call I call it that second win when I when I was well I walk now. You know, I'm a little old, I walk. I get my walk on and I love walking. But back in the day when I was running, I was I would run, you know, I try to run a little bit now, but hey, walking is the thing, I'm telling you. You know But back when I was younger, maybe about two years ago, no I'm tripping. When I was younger I used to run. And man, I would run and I would get to a place where you're no longer tired. It's like you on you be you go into cruise control and it's like it becomes natural. Your body just is operating, you just flowing in it. It's like you can run on forever then. You know, so mm-hmm. that's that second wind. And I'm telling you in this season that that second wind kick in. Get into a habit of doing that what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, I am trying to uh, we're not we're gonna avoid that sunken place in this mm-hmm. next season. Why? Because we're not going to do the same things that we did in this season. We're going to conquer some new territories. We're going to get our breakthrough. Uh, I was talking to myself today, and my, me and myself were having a conversation. I said, you're going to get your breakthrough next year. I said, next year, I'm getting my breakthrough right now. There's some things i got to break through. And, 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 it's, and you know you have gotten a breakthrough when you've accomplished something that you, someone said, or you said, or somebody told you what's not possible for you. That's when you know you've broken through. I shed, I shed 50 pounds this year. That was a breakthrough. Hey, my friend, it didn't come by osmosis. I had a strategy, and I told myself a different story, told myself something different. I didn't just tell myself I could do it. I told myself I was LeBron James. I told myself I was Michael Jordan. And myself, believe me. Crazy as it may sound, I was when I was running, when I was exercising, I was training. I was t- I told myself, you're training for that big game. You're training for that big moment. Somewhere deep down in there, it was like, well, when is the game? And I was like, don't worry about when the game is. Don't worry about it. You just keep practicing. You keep training. Every now and then that voice said, well, when is the game? When we going to play the game? Don't worry about when the game. You just keep training. And that's how I convinced myself. I fooled myself in that we were training for the big game. That's the story that I told myself, and it worked. Mm. Now, mm. I got, now you know, it, it, and it's still it's still working. But that lot, it's a louder voice now saying, "Hey, win the game now." <laughs> they say, "Hey, when we gonna play now? <laughs> we've we've been training for over a year now. <laughs> we gonna play." <laughs> but you gotta tell yourself the story, big brother. Yes, sir. Man, man, you speak, brother, brother. I'm, you know, you speaking so much truth. I'm taking it in. This is, this is it, baby. I mean, we are gonna go on, but this is it. And, and your energy is just so, so on. And, and it's about that sunken place, y'all. A lot of people are, are there, and, and half the time they don't even realize it. And we're so busy right. giving and, and helping everybody else that we have no time for ourselves. Now, the Bible says this: Yes, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and then, then condition, love your neighbor. As you love yourself, not before yourself, not instead of yourself, as yourself. So as we begin to turn all that action and, and, and stuff inside, to, to you know, because hurt people hurt people. Come so on. we don't ever get ministered to or ministered to ourselves or, or know or realize or accept mm-hmm. that we're hurt. 
then we can stop perpetuating that, that same cycle after a while, and we can get healed. And then as we travel on, we can heal, help somebody else get healed by just sharing your story and your testimony. But that sunken place is so real, and it's mostly because we don't realize we're in it because we're so busy doing and giving and helping and sharing That's and it. caring. Yes, yes, Come and on, yes, man. but at the same time, like a car, that battery got to be recharged at some time, at some point. At some you got to recharge. Uh-huh. You got to get away. You got to go. I can't afford to go away. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> Just mm. by saying you can't, that's why you can't, but you can get Come away. On. You know, they got specials. Mm. They got deals. Mm. They, they, they got a lot of things yeah, that you on, can man. if you just start looking and believing and think that's just right. like this. I'm worth it. <laughs> I don't mm. care what it costs. Mm. I'm worth it. You know, I'll stop the daily cup of coffee at five dollars at Starbucks for a month. Yeah. Add that up. Oh, Come you're on. worth it. So, yeah. so money is there. We just gotta begin to transfer it into the right place, and then put a little on yourself. Spend a little on yourself. Treat yourself, gentlemen. Go out there and get them nice pair of shoes you want. Ladies, get the hair done. Get the nails done. It's okay. You're worth it. You're the greatest investment. If God thought you worthy enough to have His Son die for you, come on here. <laughs> you gotta begin to transfer that love into yourself. So we can help and love one another as we command it. Ooh, wait. He just spent so much, man. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, man. That, that's it. I, I love how I, I'm gonna go to. I'm, I'm gonna go. Hey, I'm gonna get to the people. Hold on. I just gotta break that down. He, he really brought it. You got. You, you do have to take care of yourself. He, my big brother. He be listening to me, but he be, he be advising me. He be telling me stuff, stuff he don't told me years ago. Stuff he still tell me now. Where are your rewards? Well, 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 well. No, 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 John. Where are your rewards? You doing this? You doing this? Where are your reward? You have a reward. Maybe you're giving your reward away. You've earned certain things that you've not claimed. You got all. You got all. You did all that work. Got off. Got off the flight, and you left your bags in baggage claim. You just walked away from it. You got to go get what's yours. You got to go get what's yours. In the Bible, Caleb said, "Give me my mountain." I ain't, I'm not going to go into reference. Just go look in the Bible for Caleb. He said, "Give me my mountain." He said, "I've been well, in the, I, He was in the desert for 80 years. Come on. He said, "You know, what? give me my mountain. I'm still well enough to go take it." Anyway, my my brother just brought so much to light there. There is a way. Instead of telling yourself why you can't do something, you need to start telling yourself why you can do it. Oh my goodness! Hey, let me go to let me go to this lady, my producer. Uh, mm-hmm. She she's gonna be speaking for me. Hey, I, we got some calls. We got a few callers in the house tonight. I'm just gonna check with y'all while this is playing, and y'all just holler at and tell me who you are. Now I ain't gonna put you on the air and let you. You know, if you don't want to go, I just want to know how you're doing that you're in the house as we listen to my producer Lisa Solomon. Question is when you uh, when you feel like you're ready to quit, you lost strength, you feel defeated. Uh, you know, fighting the lupus. What What do you process to pick yourself up and get back going again? What's your process, or what do you do to strengthen and reinvigorate yourself so you can get back in the fight as a woman? Oh wow! What I have to do, I have to go to God in prayer. Um, sometimes when you're at your lowest, and sometimes while I speak for myself, of course, sometimes for me, I have been at my lowest and I didn't know what to do. And even in ministering to people, I have to tell people, you just have to call on the name of Jesus. But when I hit rock bottom, I have to pray and believe that God will do what he said he would. Now, it's not easy, but this is definitely not the time to give up. When you hit rock bottom, you have to go to Jesus as fast as you can. 
You never sit down on the seat of do nothing. You got to pray with everything that you got. And when you can't pray, as I said before, you have to call on his name. And I have to always, and I, for years I have kept in my mind, weeping may do it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I'm telling you, I have to think about even the story with um, Peter. He hit, he truly hit rock bottom when he betrayed Jesus. But the thing that Peter learned, the thing that we almost learned when we are at our lowest is that the rock bottom, is that being at rock bottom is the best foundation to build upon. And sometimes even when you can't see your way, sometimes I, you even have to go to somebody who else who can. Sometimes we have to we have to have a praying partner. We have to we need that person to go to. But sometimes no one is there. But you have to call on the name of Jesus with everything you got. You have to pray. You have to have that active prayer life. Uh, if you're feeling that thing, she's feeling that thing. Go ahead, that's it. <laughs> she said, "Don't go to the feet and do nothing." That's right. Don't do that. Listen, let's let's go to this um uh, this next one. You gotta hear this. This is this is one of our. This is our fifth. This this lady here. She's one. She's the only person who's been in the lion's den five times as a guest. You know, Saturday Night Live got that five. You know, that five times jacket. <laughs> We gotta get her a five times. What, what, what we gonna get? What we gonna get a big brother? We gotta get her a five times something. We can't get her no five times Super Bowl ring because the Falcons don't have anyway. I, I digress. Okay, let, let, hey, y'all listen to my sister drop this knowledge. She calling in. At face value, it seems like an easy question. Is um, are you a woman in love with God, a woman who loves God, or a woman who is in love? In a, in a relation, in a love relationship with God. Now, are you a woman in love with God, a woman who loves God, or a woman who is in a love relationship with God? Now, before you answer, um, now let me define them. Now, there's a a woman in love with God and only God. She's so in love with God, she has no flesh. She's so she's so in love with God. All she do is pray and fast and walk around with the Bible, she don't see nobody, you know. She is just too, she's so in love with God, you know, mm-hmm. and nothing else. But then <laughs> there's the woman who loves God. She she loves God, she lives her life. She That's loves God and she lives her life and she takes care of what she needs to handle her business. But then there's the woman who is in a love relationship with God where there's a balance somewhere. Okay. Okay. You just trying to get all up in our Kool Aid. John, I was going deep and all, all up in so business. Okay. You my, you my only, you my only guest that ever called me out. <laughs> you know, there's a discerning spirit present. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's what happened when you've been on here four or five times. See, you starting to say, "Okay, wait a minute now." I'm starting to see some. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't handle the truth. Okay, I got you. I can't handle the truth. I can't handle the truth. <laughs> well, that's a mouthful of a question. Um, and you know, I'm just. I have always been that person that I love people for who they are and where they are. I never try to change a person. I never try to dictate to a person about what they should do, how they should do it. I don't even argue with a person about what they believe 
We may That's debate right. and share our beliefs, but I don't argue with it because, you know, God don't need nobody to defend him. So this question puts me in my own little box, which is never a box that anybody else fits in. And, I, and to answer it, I would say I am all three because I am in love with God, I love God, mm. and I am in a love relationship with <laughs> Ding, 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 and ding, I'll ding, explain ding, ding, ding. it. <laughs> and I'll explain. I am in love with God. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Because I am in love with God because He first loved me. There is no love without God loving me first. So I have to be in love with Him. Yes. And I, I love God because of who He is to me. You know, He is my daddy. Mm-hmm. He is my father. He's Abba Father. Oh my God, he's my protector. Oh, Rabakakidi, he's my provider. Oh my God, he's my healer. Oh my God, he is oh my, my way maker. You better come on now. You gotta say it. Oh, he's my all in all. You know that's why I love God. And you're ah. right, it has to be in balance, and that's what creates a relationship with God when we can. Be in love with him, love him, and have a ongoing, my, I mean, I tell you, I wear God out because we're in a true relationship. I know he gets tired of me looking through his phone. He gets tired of me beeping him, paging him, sending him emails because I wear it out, and I ain't lying. I tell you the truth. I wake up in the morning, it's me and God. I go to lunch, it's me and God. I go to bed, it's me and God. Because you know what? He said he would never leave or forsake me, so he's always with me. And I want to always be with him. I never want to be apart from him. Never, ever, because I'm safe with him. I'm Kim with him. I don't have to be nothing else but who he created with him. I love God. I love God. And I thank you for that question because we we have to reflect on what it is about this walk we call our godly walk. What it is. What really is the root of it? It's because there's a heart connection because God came into Kim's heart when she was nine years old and he's changed it forever and he's claimed me forever and I can't give him enough love. Oh, God. My, my, my. That was, that was, that was powerful. I, I like how you said he claimed me forever. Just Amen. Me. Amen. And I know you this love him. When, when, when little girls really love their daddy, you don't hear daddy, you hear diddy. They say, that's my diddy. You know, that's when you know they really love their daddy. When them little girls say diddy. My daddy coming. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's a love relationship. And that represents yeah. relationship. Mm. That represents relationship. It does. Mm. Mm. It represents a relationship, and it's, ne- it's, right. it's like none other. It's like none other. Amen. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go through a break and get out here together. Mm-hmm. She put it down. Mm-hmm. She was in puzzle. Mm-hmm. Still feel it. <laughs> I know, right? You know what? Not only do we feel it, she's on the air right now. This can't possible. Hello. This can't possible, Wilson. Happy holidays. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, you gave you. Hey, when we were putting out, as we put that thing together, I said this is one of them I gotta put because you just really tapped it. You gave us a. You gave us a. a 
a fly on the wall or inside view of you. Or you 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 gave us a, a look at your love making with God, and I was like, wow! Just looking at it, it's like I fell in love all over again. Just listening to it, I said, man, that, that was powerful. Yes, great question, great dialogue. You know, it's just real. And we had awesome. such a good time. Absolutely. You know what? Hey, let me let you hear this one too. I got I got another one on deck. Hold on. Um, uh, talk to us. Talk to us for a brief moment about not a brief moment, but talk to us about teamwork within the marriage. Because we see the teamwork. You know, we're not talking about football because some teams are just don't met. They don't rise up. But talk about the, te- the teamwork. <laughs> In that marriage. Did the shady king come out again? That's the shady king right there. I think at me. <laughs> Your shade will not prosper, okay? Wait a minute, I like that. Your shade will not prosper. No shade thrown at me shall prosper. I like that. No no shade thrown at me shall prosper. It ain't ain't like y'all just won a Super Bowl and... Ain't winning no more, you know. Got one Super Bowl and that's it for y'all. Like like some other teams that I won't mention. I thought I saw when you said Rust on. I thought I saw some Rust running into you somewhere. See, 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 this this show was about love. This show was about love, but now now we see some hate on it. Okay, Lord, forgive me. I can definitely be quick to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so what was your question on teamwork? I'm sorry. What was your question on teamwork? Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, I don't know how we got. We 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 got we got uh we, we what's the word? We anyway, we got our course. We digress. Yeah, we, we got what I said. We got our course. We digress. Um, uh, Kim, talk about teamwork in marriage. Oh, that is the key. If there's no team, there's no nothing. We love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, our marriage, you know, we are so good at it because you, when when you sit down and have a serious talk before you get married about what the expectations were, and that's what we did because we went through some very deep counseling with our pastor because we don't want to go in there assuming anything. So we talked about everything. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take out the crash? Who's going to pay the bills? Who's going to um, sign the, um, the um, advance directly paper if they need one? To who's going to buy the life insurance? Who's going to be more responsible at this or that? You know, I mean, you talk about everything mm-hmm. before you get married so that once you're joined together, there's no um, misunderstanding. There's complete understanding. Therefore, you can have a team. You can write up your plays. And you can execute those plays, and they are going to create a touchdown every single time. And that's what we do every day. We know what the expectations are. We work together with good communication. And even when we don't have good communication, because we do a health check every week, you know, we we have late night every week, and we have what we call a health check. Like, hey, what we do with, with our communication or with our relationship and what we're not so good. But we are not sitting in no blind. We call off guard. Five years later, saying we missed something, so we're very proactive. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with anything that comes up with the marriage, and that's what teams do. You know, they meet on Monday morning after they play the game, and they look at, hey, what went wrong with the game, and what went right with the game. So that's exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. 
That's beautiful. That now that's beautiful. Thank you for thank you for putting that out there, man. I because I love I love the teamwork. You broke that camp. You broke that down. Yeah, that was good. Y'all, I that, that was good. That Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> I, I, although I got called the shade, the shady king, and uh, and my brother won't forgive me. You know, uh, talking about some rusty rings, and you know it's. <laughs> I just, I think I got double teamed in that segment. <laughs> I was trying, to, I was trying to give an analogy of teamwork, you know. You know we love you. You know we love you. Love you. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Kim, we did. We. I, I. I appreciate you so much. Your your spirit. Your your faith. Your and. I, I, you know, and you. That's who you are, and that's who I've grown to love. The person that you are from the day I met you. That's who you are when you were shining, and you still shining, and you smile through it, and you walk in your faith. You don't just talk it, you, you walk it and then you believe it and you and I, and I just appreciate I just appreciate who you are and what you're doing, you know. I just thank God for you. Oh, thank you. And I appreciate you you too, you know, you allow me to be a part of your your great success and your platform that's very positive and just gonna get bigger and bigger and I just you know, thank God for blessing you and connecting us. Like I said, we're friends and we yes. we love the joy of each other during football season. <laughs> That's right. Because we know the Eagles ain't going nowhere. See, see. We'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. Sunday. How about that? Oh, we're going to see. We're going to see. Yeah. But. Nobody's talking about the Falcons. Nobody's talking about the Falcons. No, nobody's talking about the Falcons. The Falcons ain't even talking about the Falcons. Nobody's talking about the Falcons. I'm sorry. Nobody. Nobody. Not even. Not even. I just do it. Oh, you just do it. 
Okay, you've been watching too much TV. You just gonna go out and do it. What about building a house? You just gonna build a house? You ain't gonna have no plans, no architect, no roof. No, no, I don't need it. I just build a house. Well, guess what? The house gonna fall. The house gonna fall because it has no plan. It has no no design, no architecture. It has no. You, you can't. You gotta have a plan. You gotta have a strategy so you can go out and make it happen. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry, I just had to, I had to inhale that for a minute. I had to inhale that thing. That, that just, uh, yeah, it, it, it just, it, it, it tastes so good. I mean, I'm just trying, I'm, I'm not going to a sunken place. And I, and I, I don't want you in the sunken place. My big brother said earlier, so many people, there, there's, so, there's so many people who don't even know they're in a sunken place. But you know what? Uh, I, how you were saying earlier that hurt people hurt people, and we need to get healed. One way you know you're not healed is when a certain song come on and you begin to cry. And I'm not talking about tears of joy. I'm not talking about uh, what's the uh, nostalgia. You just re- re- remembering when you used to really keep cut a rug and you had a good time thinking back to some nice former years. I'm talking about when you hear a song. And the pain that's attached and associated with that song comes back. Not only just the pain, but the memories, the people. And it's like you're in that place all over again as you begin to cry. Now, I'm not talking about the loss of a loved one who you cherish. I'm talking about a situation that hurts you. And you begin to cry and bawl as if it had happened all over again. That's one way you know, hey, you're not healed. You got to heal. You got to heal from that thing. And and that that's and that's what that's where we at. We got to heal from some things. I have to uh as Kim was saying that health check. I have to do health checks. I said, okay, who am I angry with? Who am I upset with? Who ha- who what am I I'm not holding on to nothing. I'm forgiving everybody. I'm forgiving everybody. some rough stuff I'm forgiving people for. I had to go and do this. God always the Holy Spirit will always say, well, what about that?" What about this one? What about that? Mm-hmm. I said, mm, I ain't thinking about that one. Oh, her? Oh, good question. I ain't thinking about her. I, I, I don't, I'm not holding anything against her. I'm not holding anything against her. I'm talking like I'm from the South. I'm not holding anything against her. Well, what about when this, this, and that? I'm not being specific, but you know. And then you'd be like, oh, okay. I had to bring that up. Okay, I got it. And you begin to release. You begin to let go. Of those emotions, you begin to free yourself because anything that you're holding on to in a negative sense is going forward with you as as you're trying to be positive and as you're building a positive thing and that ne- and then you may hit a trigger or hit a nail, you hit that nail, and that may be the very nail that's associated with the negativity that you're holding on to. And once you hit that nail in your positive construction that you're building, that negativity just went down into your positivity. And that, that one nail will bring down your whole positive creation. And you stand, and, and, and it's not going to happen immediately, but it's going to happen, and you're going to be looking like, what happened? What happened? That little, that little rusted negative nail that you didn't get rid of Caused your whole house to come down. Wow, my friend, that's not going to happen to us going forward in this season. We're not going into the sunken place. 
like I said, we're going to have some good days. We're going to have some not-so-good days. But we're not going into the sunken place. One brother, he got on, he said, uh, you know, we're not great men. You know, nobody's a great man. We're good men. You know, and I said, hmm. But then later on, he said he wanted to be great. I said, wait a minute, long? You're contradicting yourself. Listen. You have to tell yourself you can't you can't be double minded you can't be unstable you can't say uh, I, you can't say nobody's perfect and then and then say you know I want to live my best life well if you say you want to live your best life you ultimately are saying I want to live my perfect life uh, you know you can dispute you can dispute me on the semantics but best and perfect they kind of coincide I want to live my perfect life I expect. I'm expecting some things to be perfect in my life. There's a perfect expectation for some things. When it don't happen, I'm looking at God like, wait a minute, God, you own a cattle on a thousand, you own a, you own a cattle on a thousand hills, and I'm your child. Why isn't this not coming to fruition? I must be doing something wrong not to have this perfection that you have that belongs to me. I'm not gonna say, well, I don't deserve it, and this and that, this and that. My big brother just said. You, he counted you worthy to give you his son. How dare you say, well, I don't deserve it. One brother got so, one brother said, you know what? Oh, we deserve it as a burning hell. I said, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you speak for yourself. <laughs> you, you and your husband fit in that category. But I'm not going over to that side about what I deserve. He told, he told me that he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and by his stripes I am healed. So that low yeah. self-esteem, that unworthiness stuff, no, brother, I can't do that. Yeah. You know, you can live in that tight but it's right, high in the sky and sweet by and by, but I can't do that. I got to go into the dispensation of the Holy Ghost that said before he knew me, he formed me yeah. in my mother's womb and called me. Yeah. Do what, big brother? Hmm. To, to, to be that, to be that, you know what I mean? To, to be all mm-hmm. we need to be, to be what he wants us to be, brother. That's so, that's so heavy right there. You know that that he paid the price for for our greatness, and it's okay to say I'm great. It's okay because we made in His image and after His likeness. He also mm-hmm. says, "Let this mind be in you, that was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be called what equal with God." Come on now. They'll stone you some parts mm-hmm. if they don't read that part. They who you think you are. You you arrogant. Right. You you know, I know you get that all the time, John. You know, you arrogant, you know. He lost a few pounds. Mm-hmm. He arrogant. Look at him. He he's showing mm-hmm. off. Yes. It took work. Yep. He deserved it. He earned it. You know, you want to lose weight, you want to make more money, it's all up to you. It's in the power. God has given us what? The ability to obtain what? Wealth. Come on, man. Yes. This is in the Bible. You know, we got to do our come on come man on. session one day. Come on, God, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. I like come that. On. We're going to do our own come on, man. Okay. The Bible. Come on. Come on. The life, the life version. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. You know, think about what you're saying. Somebody say something crazy or, or unscriptural for us believers. You look at them like, 
Come on, man. <laughs> Where you get that from? <laughs> and it's okay to start Absolutely. challenging. We got to start challenging yes. people when they say something wrong in your atmosphere. If I'm a believer and I'm believing positive, anybody believing negative, you got that right, but guess what? Not in my spheres. You, you see what I'm saying? I'm going to begin to protect my atmosphere. I am going to begin to guard my ears as I guard my mouth. See, twofold. I'm going to guard what comes out, but I'm going to guard what comes in by my ears. I'm going to start shutting it down, you know, with the old thing. I'm going to talk to the hand. You ain't talking to nothing because I'm going to remove Come myself on, from the whole situation. Man, I, I, when you said I'm going to protect my atmosphere, I also heard I'm going to protect my happiness. <laughs> mm. I'm going to protect my atmosphere. I'm going to protect my happiness. I'm going to protect my joy. I'm going to protect my wealth of understanding. I'm not going to let these things these these things penetrate me and bring me down to a low level of living, or as we said, the sunken place earlier. Man, brother, that that's a that's so powerful. My my, my spirit is trying to uh, distribute and engage at the same time, and it's like man, this is so powerful. <laughs> but uh, listen, we're powered by We Inspired Network Radio. Yes. Uh, Win Radio. It's, it's been a great season, and we're excited about all that Win is doing. We're looking forward to some more red carpets. Looking forward to some personal interviews, and just uh, having another great season. And so, and that's why at, in the season finale, we're telling you don't don't be in the sunken place. Don't stay in the sunken place. Let me let you hear uh, a young lady by the name of uh, Latoya who has a book coming out called No More Lodi Bar. She spoke about what we're calling the sunken place. Listen up. Mm. Let's, let's get into this, uh, this incredible bestseller that you got coming out this year, No More Lodi Bar. <laughs> hey, hey, some of my God. Hey, some of the people, they may not be familiar with what Lodi Bar is and, you know, the things it entails. Would you explain it to us in your own words? Well, um, Lodabar is it's a, a place of it's barrenness, it's, it's no pasture, it's it's like a hood, it's like a ghetto, it's undesirable. Um, and there's a backstory to that, you know, in reference to it's of course it's in the Bible, um mm-hmm. and so it deals with Mephibosheth and um and I don't know if I should get all the way into that right now. So I'll just say, you know, Lodabar is a is barrenness, it's a it's a place of desolation. It's a place where um, nobody really wants to go on purpose. And I felt like it was so important to just expound upon Lodabar. Plenty of people go through Lodabar in their lives, and they don't even they don't even realize it. It's just a point of lack, a place of seem like there's no return. And I love dealing with situations like that because I'm uh, I'm a firm fighter of the underdog. And so okay. if it's some if if it's some type of challenge to me, I want to take it. And um, so that's why I chose, you know, no more loader bar. I, I, I like I like that she she didn't want to go all in on the story, but uh, loaded loaded bar is just like what we're talking about tonight. That we're mm-hmm. we're calling it that sunken place. But to go into a little bit more about that loaded bar, uh, Mosiba mm-hmm. who she alluded to, citing the Bible got dropped by somebody he trusted. We all have been there when we trusted into trusted in a person, a system, an ideology, a concept, a company, an organization. We trusted in it, and they dropped us. 
Why did they drop us? Because God put your trust in me. See, we we are the we are the of the circumcision. We put mm-hmm. our we have no confidence in the flesh. We know it's going to fail us, and we understand mm-hmm. that. Then why are we so surprised mm-hmm. when men fail us? Fail us because we 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 trusted in them wrongly. I, I don't mean you go around. Well, I expected you to do that. I expected that to happen. No, no, no. I'm not talking about in the negative sense, but I'm talking about in the back of your mind, understanding that uh, flesh is weak. The world is temporary. You have to stabilize yourself on something more permanent than just uh, things of this world. The Bible says set your affections on things above, not on things below. Above, I'm not just talking about heaven. I'm talking about higher ideas because God said my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You have to ascend into the until higher plateaus of thinking, higher levels of understanding. Don't just understand at ground level. If you're understanding at ground level, then you're just a flight crew. If you're understanding just by sitting back looking at the clouds, you're in passenger level. But when you take over, you say, "You know what? I'm pilot. I'm 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 a I'm I'm a pilot. Now God ain't my co-pilot. Now no way. That's what they used to say. God's my co-pilot. No, no, no. That means I'm in charge. No, he he. I, I'm piloting. I'm I'm a I'm on pilot level. I'm flying this thing. Why? Because he told me to. He said you can do all things. So I'm going to a higher level, a higher altitude. When an airplane gets at a certain level, the pilot says, committed. I'm committed to going to my destination. Come on, man. <laughs> man. Mm-mm-mm. See, that's, that, that see, if I was preaching, I would say, yeah. And, yeah, and, and, the, and the guy, the guy would gave me a cue, and I would say one, two, three, shout, and everybody would shout. That what? That what? So the preacher can gather his thoughts. No, no, I'm just joking. That that ain't gonna really happen. Put me in E flat, sir. There is no E flat. Oh, well, well never, never mind. What you there for? Get off the Hey, create create one. Create me an E flat. Right, right, right. But on that right hey, quick, but, my brother, you, you, you hit something yeah. right quick about being in control, about being the pilot from understanding where you're at. And it's okay where you're at, but you don't have to stay where you're at. You know, ground level. You know, there are people who are who are important. You know, you look out the side of the window, the guys got the cones and they're guiding the plane in. You're like, oh man, no, that job is important because you got other planes coming and going. So they're directing the pilot. The pilot is definitely in control of the plane, but right now he's taking instructions from some guys on the ground. So it's okay. That's important. So wherever you're at, it's a role. Take take charge of right where you're at. Take the authority where you're at right now. No more excuses. No more whining. No more crying. No more, yeah, no more. <laughs> you know, my coach, Freddie Mitchell, he, he's hard on the accountability. My goodness, you know, I thought I was, so my goodness. He, he wants you accountable for everything. He wants you to take responsibility of everything. He said you got your checkbook. Okay, we good with the electronic, but I want you to write it down. 
Who's still mm. writing stuff down? Come on, man. Come <laughs> on. When that check bounce, <laughs> when that check bounce, you're going to wonder what happened. When you spend the money you don't have, what happens? So he said, get back to the basics of writing things down. So yeah. I'm being coached by a coach, you know, and it's amazing how your life will transform. And I'm telling you now, 2019 will not be the same for me and those who are connected with me because I'm, I believe in the team. We go up, we grow up, and we're going to blow up. That's right. You know, so, so so see me now in our Lodi Bar State. Come on, man. You know, here's the apostle now in his Lodi Bar State. You know, but watch him in 2019. He going to go, blow, and grow. Latch on yeah. now. Sow into him now. I speak it now. Sow into him now. He's great seed. Sow into this apostle right now, and you won't regret it. I resold into him. And ever since we reconnected, my life has changed. My life has been on the come up. You know, so it's that fair exchange, which is no robbery in God. But get up off your rusty dusty. Let's go, people. Let's go. Anything you want, you can have. No more excuses. No one. They did this to me. They did that to me. They nah. Mm mm. It's not what happens to you. It's how you respond to what happens to you. That what makes the difference mm-hmm. in the champion, like the like the Philadelphia Eagles. This one. <laughs> and you know what? All, all that, all that was powerful. We're gonna even give it to them because they are the they are the defending champs. We gotta give it to them. All of them go through them. But I hate to say that, but my brother broke it down, and, and I love how I love how he uh, made the adjustment for me. That yeah, you you the ground crew is just as important. I love it. You have to take control wherever you are. I love it. Take charge wherever you are, and uh, grow up. Show up, grow up, so we can blow up. Mm-mm. Man, listen, Strip from the Lions in with Powered by We Inspired Network Radio. Uh, this is our final. This is our final show, the finale, and we're gonna and we're gonna take off. We're gonna take off for a few months, but then we're gonna come back next year, around about the end of February, and we're gonna blow mm-hmm. some minds with what God mm-hmm. is gonna do with some of the guests <laughs> that are gonna be coming on. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of guests, let me let you hear. Uh, one guest, Al Sharpton, came through. Yes, he did. You don't believe me? Listen. Officer from the Lions being the director's cut. Tonight, me and my mm. big brother, the CEO, we're talking to Mr. Lamar Bishop, actor, writer, director, producer. Man, you do it all. You're going you go, you go to do your Eddie Murphy when you're doing all the characters? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, listen, I ain't going to lie to you. I I, uh, I got a few I got a few in my repertoire now. Come on. All right, man. You heard? Hey, you look, heard? Look. Okay, now I'm a, I'm gonna let's see if I can get a lion's den open. Okay, here we go. Hold on. <clears throat> we are back here at the lion's den with the hour of power. I am your co-host and director of the people here today with John Solomon. We are we are proud people of the individualities that John and the Lions Den had taught us. Now we will take quick commercial break to pay a couple of bills that we haven't paid. We will be back in Jesus' name. I am Al Sharpton. I love you. Good evening. Good day and good night. I will see you in Ferguson, New York City, Philadelphia, Baton Rouge, and Toledo. 
good night and good day to all. Dance up, Prance of Vixen, Diamond, Cupid, Papa Smurf, good night. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> Bro, nah, nah. Hey, we put on the resume. We had Al Sharpton to show up as well. <laughs> that was that was a hoop, man. That was uh, Lamar Bishop, uh, director, actor of Deceptive uh, Hearts, and he's working on the upcoming one now. But that was good, man. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> He went straight into it. <laughs> he did. He he he, he went. And he just slowed with it. And, and you know what? And that's and and that's what we have to. That's what we're talking about. You you have to be who you are and let let your gifts shine. No more hiding. You know, uh, the Lord taught me something a long time ago when I was a, a young when I was young a younger one working on these jobs and um, you know how everybody gets all antsy when the big bosses come through. They say, oh, the big bosses are coming. The big bosses are coming. And people go hide. They go hiding in the shadows like cockroaches when the lights come on. When the big bosses come out, people run this way, run that way. God told me, he said, don't don't hide. Let them see you. You can't get favor when you're hiding. You have to be seen. Somebody has to see you. That's why blind Bartimaeus, the Bible said, he... Uh, he heard Jesus was coming, and he began to yell, Son of man, son of David, have mercy on me. The crowd tried to quiet him down. But they said the more they tried to quiet him down, the louder he got until Jesus heard him and stopped and said, Bring him to me. You want to be seen doing, you want to be seen doing what it is that you do well. You want to be seen so that people can notice you. So that you can stand out, your colors, show your gifts. Let let it be seen. I'm not saying reveal all your secrets. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying be an be an open book so folks can just read you and throw you away. I'm saying you need to be in the spot doing what it is that you do, that hoodoo that you do so well that makes you who you are. You got to shine, partner. You got to bring your A game, as they say, when I'm on the court. When I'm on the court, bring your A game. Come on. You said, well, I ain't going to be but One thing the Lord taught me about preaching, he said, he's always telling me, when you got a few people in the house, preach hard. When you got a lot of people in the house, preach hard. He said, because you don't know, not only do you not know who those few people may be, but no one will ever accuse you of not preaching hard or trying to preach hard because you got a crowd. God should preach hard all the time. Always bring your A game. You show up ready to go, my friend. And, 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 I'm, and i got to tell you this, even when you come ready to go, there's going to be some folks that still are not going to like you. Still gonna be some folks that's gonna have something to say. I mean, you blessing the mic, you doing what you do, you looking good, you shining, you winning. You still got some people on the side saying they ain't doing nothing. But that's okay. That's okay. Don't you let that. Don't you get caught up in that kind of energy. Cause that stuff will bring you down. 
My friend, you're going to another level. You're going to a higher plateau. You're going to a new dimension. You're breaking through. Get you a strategy. Divorce that old story that you've been telling yourself. Well, nobody in my family ever done that. All the men in my family did this. Well, this always happened. Well, I don't know. Divorce them old stories that you're telling yourself. Hmm. Tell yourself a new story. Come on. Tell yourself a new story. And then get a strategy. And then go for it. I can't even tell you what I am. I can't even tell you where I am now. I can't even tell you on the air. But it has manifested because I told myself a new story. Mm-hmm. I, divo- I divorced one story mm-hmm. And I adopted a new story And that new mm-hmm. story I'm walking in it right now mm-hmm. My friend Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Okay let's go there Let's not tell ourselves Why we can't get there Now you can reveal That thought You can reveal those notions so that you can have a, a understanding of what's trying to sabotage you, but then you have to squash it. You have to crush that, crush that thought, crush that idea as you begin to move forward. My friend, in this season, we are not going into the sunken place. This next season, we're going further. We're going higher. We're going smarter. And when we need to, we're going, we're going harder. See, I love the beast mode, but I was not in beast mode when I started. I was in recovery. Pursue, overtake, recover. I was recovering what I once had. But when I got it back, that's when I started going hard. See, some people think, okay, you got to go hard from the beginning. No, no, you don't go hard from the beginning. You go consistent from the beginning. You go steady from the beginning. To get yourself to a place where you're habitual. And once you get to the place where you say, hey, you know what? I'm doing this thing. Let's go. Let's go higher. Let's go harder. Let's go smarter. Let's go better. And my friend, we're going to arrive at our destination because we showed up. Not only did we showed up, but we growed up. And my friend, we about to blow up. Big brother, before we close for the night and turn the lights off in the studio and say goodbye and let the lion sleep, <laughs> uh, what you prophesy to the people at home and just be who you are? Family, um, it's been a great, great season, and, and I can even testify to the growth and development of uh, not only the apostle, but myself um, as the prophet. Uh, we've grown in our personal, we've grown in our in our businesses, and this is just the beginning because we we humbled ourselves, we 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 sought God, you know, we lived with our, we we became real with ourselves. We took a look at the man in the mirror, and we just got real. It is what it is. It was what it was, you know. Uh, and the power that we began to take over is the things we be, we can change. That's what we change. We couldn't change our past. We couldn't change, you know, friends and families who didn't agree with us or, or supported us. We couldn't change that. 
But we just simply began to change what we could change within ourselves. We began to love ourselves. As men, we don't we don't say that enough because of this phobia. But men, begin to love yourselves, and, and it's okay to love another brother, you know, in the right way. Of course, we already know that, but it's okay because that's where the strength comes in. Divided we fall. So men, come together. This is the year for men to take back their position. I call to the men. I speak to the hearts of men now to come forth and take back your position as head. In the name of Jesus, it's, it's that time. And as 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 leaders, as me and 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 Apostle John stand up and 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 lead and gather, we're going to be the Davids in the cave, looking for brothers to come join us while we're in our caves. But then we'll be the same ones as Ziglag, who will get back all that was stolen and take it from us. To the ladies, your your queens, take back your royalty, take back who you are. Take back who you were created to be for the foundation of the world. It's not in the outer adornment, the word says. It's that inner quiet spirit that God loves the most. So take it back. Take it back. You want to be seen, you don't have to be heard. Just be seen. As as Ruth, look, waiting for her Boaz. She just served. And while she was serving, Boaz found her. Isn't that amazing? So family, as we come together, the children, know your role and <laughs> amen. But children know your place. There is a place. Know it. There's safety in it. The Bible has a scripture that goes with it. It Obey your parents that your days may be long upon the earth. Not your parents, your days. So take heed to that, children. And then come together as a family. Family isn't just blood. Family is just me and John are brothers. You can't tell us nothing, anything different. But but that's the bond that you can create if you choose to. So take take it back. This is the year of taking back what was stolen from you. God said you can have it. He already gave him permission. And I'm going to end it with this. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven did suffer violence. But guess what? The violent take it by force. We have some promises out there that God already has for us. It's yours to go get for the taking. God bless. Man, that's my brother. Mr. CEO, Prophet Philip T. Reed, singing. I thank God for him being my co-host throughout this season. Thank you for joining us this whole season. It's a privilege and an honor to have this platform. I laugh, I joke, I just have to be who I am, you know, and, and that's how we do it. And, we, and that's why I'm not going to take down from nobody. When God said be sober, I'm going to be sober. But if I'm beside myself, it's, it's, it's for you. You know, it's all right. I'm, we're still anointed. And we're going to move forward in that anointing. And, and we're going to go to a higher level with no slippage. Uh, the enemy is not going to take advantage of us we see this season. One thing my big brother said last year was, this year was, earlier this year was no freebies. We're not giving away our oil to foolish virgins. There was ten wives and ten, there was five wives and five foolish virgins. And the five foolish came to the five wise and was like, give us some of your oil. So it was like, no, we can't because if we give it to you, we will be without. We're not giving away our oil to foolish virgins. We're believers. We're not goody two-shoes. And you got to learn the difference between your relationship versus their religion. We just thank God for you. We're moving forward in the power. We're going to take us a break from the airways, but not a break from moving forward. 
not a break from praying for you, not a break for from believing you, not a break for coming up with great shows. Even now, we got a come on man show already coming for life. You know, it, 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 it's just uh, serendipity. It comes in the midst of why you're doing what it is that you're doing. My friend, as my grandma used to say, God is in the blessing business. And my friend, I'm trying to invest in his business. So, with that said, we're going to bid y'all good night. We love you. Sir from the Lions Den, your host, Apostle John L. Tolliver, my co host, Big Brother, Mr. CEO, Philip T. Prophet Philip T. Reed. We've enjoyed y'all. Right, shotgun. We've enjoyed y'all. We love you. And you know what? We're going to leave you with some faith. Take this into your finish strong as you go out into this new year. Finish strong. As the year, as the season changes, and you be blessed. We love y'all. Come on. Now you see, faith is the oxygen that will breathe life into your dreams. When your enemy, this world, will do everything in its power to inject and impregnate you with this deadly disease called doubt. Now let me get in your ear for a minute. You see, doubt produces hesitation. And hesitation is a dream killer. So you must uproot and annihilate all traces of it from your life. You hear me? Faith is the only language spoken in heaven. Therefore, it's the only language that the universe yields to. See, belief is the chosen tone that releases the blessing. So your future depends on how fluent you become in it. That's right. And I'm going to leave you with this. Remember, begging doesn't move God. Faith does. So don't give up on that dream.